This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Get busy, baby. Let's do this. It's going down. Trey Lance to the speedster, Danny Gray. So what was Lance's reaction um, to being told? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Kyle said, John, I don't think there's much of a conversation. It was real short. He said, cool. I think that's great. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Bucks running back, Leonard Fournette. Still to come. Rams wide receiver, Cooper Cup. Six-time Pro Bowl defensive tackle. Gerald McCoy, plus actor and comedian Kevin Hart. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Already had Lombardi Lenny, the great Leonard Fournette, on this program. He's the one who scored the touchdown in the divisional playoff game against the Los Angeles Rams to tie the game in a major monster comeback and um, seemingly um, put that game in uh, in deep, deep, deep trouble for the Los Angeles Rams until the man who's on our phone line right now on hold caught one up top, and that turned out to be Tom Brady's last game until it wasn't. And then we all know the Rams went on to win the Super Bowl, and uh, what an incredible season for Cooper Cup. Just unbelievable. And he is uh, about to join our program. Uh, Gerald McCoy will be on in hour number two as well in about 20 minutes time to talk about everything going on in the National Football League. Kevin Hart's going to join us in hour number three. Anything that you miss will be sitting on our YouTube page once the day is done. And we're live streaming on YouTube. We will be coming to Roku later this month. All Roku devices have the Roku channel for free. So does Amazon Fire TV. Free. Samsung Smart TVs, free. You download the mobile app on any mobile device, and the Roku app has the Roku channel for free. And then you go, if you want to watch on desktop, to the RokuChannel.com. Guess what's free? Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Say it, TJ. Say free? Yes. Free the 99. Roku channel is free. Roku, Roku channel right there. Free, so people. That's very important free. for us. That it's, all, it's all free and clear. Um, so let's get to it. Uh, joining us right now on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is a guy who had one of the greatest seasons receiving on any level of football possible. Most yards, most receptions, most touchdown receptions. And then he won the Super Bowl MVP for crying out loud. Not bad for a kid from Yakima, Washington, who was once upon a time the unanimous first-team All-Columbia Basin Big Nine League wide receiver. He's now a Los Angeles Rams Cooper Cup on the Rich Eisen Show Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How you doing, Cooper? I'm, I'm great. Thanks for pulling out the uh, high school stats for me. That was, that was great. How about that one? Uh, what, is, what, is, what, is, what is a unanimous first-team All-Columbia Basin Big Nine League player? What is, can, you, can you walk me through that, sir? Uh, yeah, well, we had, you know, the, um, you know, southeastern corner of, or uh, southeastern corner of Washington kind of has its own mm-hmm. league, kind of spread out, so you got like two hours, you drive two hours on Friday to go play your game, so um, that's the Columbia Basin Big Nine, we got nine teams spread out all over there, and uh, yeah, you know, some, been some good guys come out of there. If I had told that kid coming off of that field that day for uh, the Columbia uh, Basin Big Nine League uh, that he would be a Super Bowl MVP wide receiver one day, what would that kid have said, Cooper Cup? You know, I'd like to think that uh, that kid would say, well, you know, that's what I'm working for. You know, I think that's what, uh, that's what I'd hope that, you know, that's uh, the attitude I took 
every single day, the uh, amount of time I spent preparing myself and you know, pushing myself to be able to go and compete in this league, it all started with a dream back then that, you know, in my mind, it was more than a dream, but more of uh, just a, a destiny that you were working towards. How much is that person still in you, Cooper? What do you think? Oh, yeah, I think, I mean, it's, it's still, it's still there. I mean, I, I was literally talking to my wife this morning at breakfast saying, I just, I still feel like the young guy coming in, you know, the first time you come into the league and looking up to so many great football players and going out and feeling like you got to go prove it over again, go prove that you belong in this league. And, um, you know, that mindset's never changed. It didn't change in college. It didn't change in high school. It's just kind of been, um, you know, I think it's just a, a, an intrinsic part of who I am. What did your wife say in response to that? Keen to know. Uh, she said she completely agrees. She just says, I, I think she said, that's just you. That's just who you are and how I operate. And, um, you know, I think uh, you know, she knows that more than anyone. And take out the garbage. And then she said that, right? And then that's what she yeah, said. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, man. So, okay, now you're getting set for a new season. Before we get to that, I've been, I've been dying to ask you this question because um, Stafford came in when the schedule was released in the uh, you know way back in the spring and i asked him about that play call in the super bowl fourth and short and man the play call comes in and it's you cooper cup taking it on a handoff and what was that like in the huddle and he told me a story about how that play was born and installed and i would love to hear that from you if you don't mind cooper cup please yeah, so I guess going back through that, you know, you get two weeks to prepare for that thing. You know, it was something that went in um, early that week about just kind of a short yardage, being able to get a little jet sweep around the edge. Um, you know, we, we practiced it the first time. We I think the first two times we practiced it, I think we went fumble. We fumbled the snap, and then we botched the handoff the <laughs> next time. And so we start off over two on that play. Um, and it was actually about to get pulled. The play was about to get pulled, and... And Matthew and I were kind of discussing how he wanted to do that, you know, the timing of how he wanted to time out the uh, time out the snap point and um, and all this stuff, and how we were going to indicate to each other, communicate to each other, you know, pre-snap on how we were going to time it up. And we felt like we had a good plan for it. And uh, you know, we went and talked to Sean and just said, "Hey, we, we want to keep this play." And I know we haven't run it full speed. We're not going to get an opportunity to run it full speed, but we'd like to do it this way. You know, Sean trusted us to be able to. Um, you know, that we were going to have communicated this thing, come up with a plan that we'd be able to go out there and execute it. So then the first time we actually ran that thing full speed and executed it the right way was uh, right there in the in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that is unbelievable, Cooper. That is nuts. That is totally crazy that the way you were practicing it almost caused the play to be pulled you and the quarterback yeah. get together and convince the coach keep it and what in the world were you thinking when you heard that play call in that instance cooper Cup? as we as we as we break the huddle you know we had like one key you know you know key word key thing that we wanted wanted to do that was going to be our you know big communication to each other on how that was going to time up and so you know, both of us just looked at each other and just said it you know like this is the you know Remember this, boom! Like we know what our where our key is, and then uh, you know once we had that, and we were both locking on what that was. We would go out there and execute it. But what stones for McVeigh to call it, right? I mean, I know. <laughs> come on, I know. I, but I mean, that's the thing. It was his. It was his child. You know, it was his thing that he. It was his play to begin with. You know, it was just. It was you know. So he knew that it was right if we could execute it the right way. The big thing was just. So Matthew and I getting on the same page to be able to do it um, exactly how he envisioned it. Have you and Stafford had a moment post, you know, uh, and then ensuing days, weeks, months, or whatever to to look at each other and say, wow, I can't believe that that was the play that was called at that time. Because I imagine in the the heat of the moment, you didn't even share a a look. Like, you're like, okay, let's do it the way that we're going to do it and and go and pull it off. But I'm wondering if post-game you ever looked at each other, can't believe that that's the play that – that started it all, you know. Yeah, there's been there's been a couple times, you know, over the you know over the off season where you know that just our little uh, you know keyword code word would come up and we just get a little chuckle out of it. <laughs> you know, it was it's good. Little inside joke for us. Unbelievable, Cooper Cup, Super Bowl MVP, champion, offensive player of the year, Pro Bowler, All Pro, the All World, the whole shooting match right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 
the encore this year, sir. I mean, how how do you pull it off? Walk me through your mindset entering this season, getting ready for the Bills on opening night. Yeah, Cooper. Well, you you have to treat it the same as any other season, and that you know you take a little bit of time to reflect on what that season was, um, see the things that you can do better, things that you did well, and very go out there and make the improvements that you need to. And I think we've done a good job of that this off season. Uh, the focus just shifts, to, you know, looking forward to what what's to come. You know, the, this 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 league is so competitive. There's so many good football players, so many good teams and coaches that um, you, there's no time, good, bad, or ugly. You can't linger in the past. There's just there's no time for it. You got to be able to move forward. And uh, you know that's the mindset we've taken. It's, regardless, it's not about going out and defending anything. It's about going and pursuing a world championship. Plain and simple. Um, it's about you know this year and what it's going to take to be able to stack the bricks, stack the blocks together day after day to be able to go out there and achieve something great. So, uh, you know, that's been our mindset and, um, you know, excited that we're, you know, a week away of being able to go make that happen. Well, I mean, how does somebody who has etched his name, and that's what we say when there's records in the NFL uh, and sports world, you've etched your name, Cooper Cup, next to Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson, I mean, with a triple crown season. How are you better? Like, how? what What did you do to improve? What you work on, Cooper? Yeah, well, I think, that, yeah, the name of the game, I mean, it's real simple. The name of the game is being bigger, stronger, faster than you were the year before. Um, and then all the stuff that you can do cognitively to build slow the game down. I feel like that's a big thing that I felt uh, over this last um, you know few months is being able to get to this place where the game is continuing to slow down and you're able to play uh, with a quieted mind and go out there. And, and um, there's little things, little details here and there that within our offense that uh, you want to improve on, you know, angles off the line, the, the um, way you're reading, you know, understanding where guys fit on the second level and then the run game, being able to take angles off the line of scrimmage to go cut off guys appropriately, um, get a feel for how guys are going to play certain motions and, and runs um, based on actions from the front and um, all that little stuff that's just, uh, you know, the nuanced detail of this game that as you play it longer and longer, you just get a better feel for. Um, all that stuff is just going to be improvement there. Um, and then it's just, you know, at the end of the day, just being a better football player than you were the year before. If you can get to that place and, um, understand that it's not about the production. It's not about what the paper says. But at the end of the day, it's what the film says. And um, I want to look at film and say I'm a better football player than I was in 2021. How does Allen Robinson fit into this whole equation? How's he looking, Cooper? He looks he looks really good. He, he's been uh, he's been huge for us. Uh, this this offseason has been incredible to see him work and um, find his niche and find how he's going to fit into things and. His ability to run all the routes, he'll do all the things that we want to do in this offense, all things that coach wants to be able to ask receivers to do. You know, he be, he's able to step in. He's not only willing, but he is able. And and um, I'm I'm really excited for him. And um, his mentality has been great. He's just been a he's been great just as, as a sounding board for me, even to run ideas by and be able to talk football with. Uh, it's been a, a lot of fun. And then there's a lot of other additions in the NFL that have happened um, in that crazy month of March. And one that doesn't get talked as much although it certainly does in Seattle because it gutted them. And I think his acquisition by your team and Les Need and the whole crew, so huge. Bobby Wagner, what has he brought to you and the team and just having him around and being Bobby Wagner, Cooper Cup? Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I mean what, what he brings just as a leader, as a, as a person, um, as a voice on that side of the ball, talking about uh, you know, a Hall of Famer at the second level in the middle of your defense running the show. Um, you know, you can't put... Uh, it's hard to you know put into words how important that is. It's hard to understand just how important that is. Just you know, outside of the football, outside of the numbers, um, what he brings as a leader is uh, is a really special thing. And um, as an as an offensive player, being able to talk to him and see what the defensively how they're seeing things and how they're attacking things and um, how I can counter that. I mean, just as a someone that just loves football. Um, he's invaluable. And so um, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to have him. I know a lot of guys on that side of the ball are too. And then your guy Stafford, he won't talk about it. Maybe you will. The fact that there were so many doubts about him and his Detroit career, and then he wins it in his first year in Los Angeles. What do you got to say about that, Cooper? Yeah, you know? man. There was just you know there's times you, know, you go, get to the playoffs last year, and there's a lot of guys that you you, you play for the guys around you. At the end of that, you play for these guys that um, you have so much respect for. And we had you know Matthew. There was Weddle. You know Whitworth. Mm. Um, guys have been in this league for a long time doing some really good things. And guys, you just want to go out there and you want to be able to play your best and, and see those guys succeed um, and get what, you know, you, you get to this game, you play this game the right way. That it's just, I believe that those guys deserved to be able to, you know, walk off this, walk off that field last year as champions. And, 
and you'd, you'd love to be able to see that. So for you know, for Matthew, it was you know being able to get his first playoff win, then also be able to progress through that and make the plays that he did and play as well as he did, you know, through the playoffs and just some huge big time throws, um, big time drives, um, and then be able to walk off the field as a champion. I was just so excited for him um, because he's, he does it the right way as as a as a man, as a as a teammate. Um, you know, he just he, he does it right. And so I was just really excited to see guys like that succeed. Well, man, I'm looking forward to seeing how you can follow it up. And I'm looking forward to seeing if you can follow it up with a championship, not just for, you know, so many of the Rams fans I know around here in Los Angeles, but just to see if they can actually make a ring bigger than the one that you got. I just that, that I'm very <laughs> curious about that, Cooper. I mean, that can't be possible, you know. Yeah, we'll see if we can we can see if we can make that a reality. Okay. You have kids, right? Don't you have kids, Cooper? I do. Okay. I do. How, how old are they? Four and one. Okay, have you put the one-year-old inside the ring to sleep? Is it large enough? <laughs> Is it? Not yet. We haven't tried. You know, our one-year-olds, our one-year-olds, the size of a three-year-old. So I don't know. If it's oh, wow. Okay. Very good. Big leaguers to come. Very good. Hey, Cooper. <laughs> thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate it. Look for more of my calls during the season. Good luck to you, and uh, and I appreciate the time now. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Rich. You got it. The great Cooper Cup right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Two things to talk about here. Two things to talk about here, now that we've just hung up from Cooper Cup. First thing, one, nobody is talking about how Bobby Wagner can impact this defense. We're lost amongst the offense of the Rams. If you're just even focused on the Rams, once again, West Coast teams just are like, okay, good to know in our business. This is a defending Super Bowl champs. Who got better. Better. Okay? I know they lost their left tackle in Whitworth. But overall, I think this team improved in the same way that I don't think Dallas did by maneuvers that occurred in the offseason. I'm just using that as an example of a team that made the playoffs. Okay? We're talking about Aaron Donald swinging helmets. Okay? Like he's uh, Jon Snow in the Battle of the Bastards waiting to, for everybody to come at him, right? <laughs> that, is, okay. that is perfect. Right. Somebody photoshopped that quick for us. Actually, actually the reason why I brought up is I saw that <laughs> oh, you photoshop. Did? Oh, someone okay. did it already? Look it up. Okay. It's there. Okay. It's, it's wild. Another Her- legendary dust-up. Okay. That is awesome. And <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, you, Aaron Donald, you even said he's the best player in football, correct? I think that he is. Okay. Yeah, I think he is. Jalen Ramsey, best corner in football? Ooh. He's on the short list. Okay. Short list. Short the list. Very, the very, very short very, list. Very, very short list. Bobby Wagner's been placed in between them. Yeah. Bobby Wagner's going to have a bust, right? I think he will and deserves it for sure. I think so. We know, the Aaron, Don- think we know so. Aaron Donald's getting a bust. It's already, nobody, already working nobody on it. is talking about the fact that one of the best linebackers of the last 10 years has wound up in Los Angeles for the defending Super Bowl champs in between Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Nobody is talking about what that impact could be. Nobody. I did not one but two fantasy leagues last night, one for my poker league, one for Cooper right after. My Cooper. Well done. Okay. I I spent three hours. All right. Actually, (laughs) that's not true. The poker league was done in 46 minutes. Um, so so no wonder you hate his draft. Of course. <laughs> so, but but the Rams' defense was was so low, ranked so low in fantasy. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Maybe it's because they're taking on the Bills in in, in game one and tough schedule. I, I'm, all I'm saying is nobody's talking about that. That's number one. And then number two, please remind me. I don't think I'll need one. I've made a note already. When Sean McVay comes back on. The story Cooper Cup just told again that I heard from Matthew Stafford prior to going on the air when Stafford came on for our schedule release show and was the first guest. We're just sitting there just shooting the, you know what, for the first 10, 10 minutes before the air. Shooting and the I told him, I'm like, hey, man, that play that Cooper Cup and you ran the handoff to fourth and on fourth and short on your own. Let me get this right. It was their own 30 yard line in the Super Bowl. Fourth and one from their own 30. This is it. Game over. Got to have, got to have it. Must have it. And they call a running play to Cooper Cup. I'm like, what an incredible call! He goes, you don't even know the half of it. And he told me, he told me the story back in 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 May. That the two of them were practicing it, and it was such a screwed up play because of the way that they were executing it. That McVeigh's like, that's it. And they're like, no, let's keep it in there. And then the next, the the, the one time, the next time they ran it, 
even in, they didn't even practice it again. The next time they ran it was at that moment. <laughs> I, I mean, That's at that right moment. Wild. And McVay's like, okay, let's run the play that got screwed up in practice so much that I wanted to pull it, and these guys fought for it and said that they were going to run it properly the next time I call it. Let's do it when the entire football lives of our lives, moment of our lives is on the line. Just Man! A, just a few people watching. What a story. Just another reason why. Maybe you're sleeping on the ramps. Maybe you're going to win it again. You can get back there again. Go on a run again. I think the only thing, Rich, is maybe some people realize it is just so hard of course to go is. back to back. It's so hard to get back. The last back time there. it happened, the first two years of NFL Network, and I'm entering my 20th season covering yeah. football there. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show with the great Joe McCoy, 844-204-RICH, number to dial, three-time All-Pro defensive tackle, next on the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Can't say the next line. (laughs) Definitely can't. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the program. Great chat with Cooper Cup. Now we turn to uh, one of our favorites. It's been a while since we spoke to this man. Um, He is uh, a three-time All-Pro at his position when uh, back in his day. He is the great Gerald McCoy here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Gerald? I'm great, Rich. What's up, man? It's been too long. I saw you at the uh, at the. I know, man. It's been a while. You know, sometimes it'd be a while before you be around some of your family members, but when y'all link back up, it's always a great time. It feel I feel <laughs> the same way. Yeah, I saw you at the um, what that media symposium, right? For for the uh, yeah. the players, the players getting together, some players trying to figure out if they Absolutely. they want to. So are you part of the paparazzi? You want to be part of the paparazzi now? Is that what you want to do? No, I, no, I don't. I'm just uh, you don't keeping all pictures open. <laughs> you know, just planning for the future. Planning for the future. See what happens. Okay. So, um, yeah. Okay. So that said, do you mind if I ask you questions of uh, some paparazzi type questions of you? Sure. Joe? Okay, Joe sure. McCoy. What do you think's happening in the 49ers locker room right now, Gerald McCoy, with the decision? to bring back Jimmy Garoppolo and put him into the same quarterback room as Trey Lance. What do you think, Gerald? I think if you're a professional, it's going to all depend on – It's not really what's going on in the locker room is going to depend on the leadership. Is the leadership going – if they have a problem with it, are they going to make it a problem? Are they going – well, we don't know if Trey is the guy or uh, make it a thing like, well, we've been wanting Trey, Trey to be the guy, so we're glad Jimmy G is – 
it depends on the leadership of the locker room. As long as the leadership of the locker room is good, it won't be a problem because they're going to understand, hey, a decision was made. Either one of them is a great decision for us. But now, if trade doesn't go as planned or something happens, we already know what Jimmy can be. So, I mean, you keep a, a familiar face around. Somebody you know has helped you win, has helped you get as far as the Super Bowl in recent years. So it's just all going to depend on the leadership. But I, I feel like they got a great group of guys, and I think everything's going to work out for them. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I mean, we had the general manager, John Lynch, uh, on yesterday, Gerald. You know him. And um, mm-hmm. and he said that part of the process of making this happen involved bringing in a 15-member leadership council that they have and bounce that idea off them and let them know this is what they were going to do and that they were all on board. That said, what does a leadership council do or leaders in the locker room do if, let's just say, they start one and three and they hear somebody sitting there uh, after practice, grousing, like, why are we not going with Jimmy G? What what happens there, Gerald? Well, I've been a part of those. I've been a part of those leadership councils, and really all you can do is keep the noise down and tell people don't be a part of the problem. Hey, if we started one and three, then it's obviously not one person. It's all of us. This is a team game. So if you got a complaint, let's look in the mirror first. That's really where you start. You tell whoever's complaining, hey, hey, let's check ourselves first. Let's, I'm sure you didn't play – as great as you, if we play, if we start at one and three, I'm sure there's a majority of us not playing as great as we should. A team that starts one and three is usually not just one person. So you just got to keep the noise down when you have a leadership council. Like pull them to the side. Like, hey man, listen, you don't know who's watching. You don't know who's easily influenceable. So if you got a problem, man, bring pull one of us leaders to the side and voice your opinion. We could take it back to the group and we could discuss it that way. But you just sitting here complaining in front of everybody that's no good for none of us well you know uh sap too gerald from back in the day uh sap always told me don't mess with my family my kicker or my quarterback that's what he said (laughs) right all the time he would always go up to anybody in the locker room that heard mess with his family his kicker his quarterback so you've done that you've you've gone up to somebody as a member of a leadership council and pulled them aside and say knock it off that's happened yeah absolutely but it's it's, it's the way to go about it that's the great thing about when you have great teams that's why I say being a great teammate is not always just being a great player on the field. I have a lot of teammates that I consider great teammates that were guys that may not have been the most dominant on the field, but great locker room guys, guys that brought energy, guys that you never had to worry about whether they were going to be on time to work. Then when they come to practice, they do things the right way. On game day, the few reps they get, they're going to do their part, but they're just great teammates. They bring great energy, always positive. You just got to know who you're talking to and how to approach it. So being a great teammate, being a great leader, that's what it's about. You got to know who you're going to talk to, how to approach them, and how to address them. Some people you got to be firm with. Some people you like, hey, he's a vet. So he pulls aside like, hey, bro, man, you know how this goes. Like, hey, just stay the course. Let's keep playing. Let's get these guys together, and let's see what happens. So you, know, g- you, got, you got to just know who, you, who you're addressing and how to address them. So in general, you believe this is a workable arrangement. In f- Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I believe it can happen. I believe it can happen. Like, I just, I feel like Jimmy G's been in this situation before. I know he's, you know, he's been um, the starter over the past few years, and he could be thinking, man, I took this team to the NFC Championship and a Super Bowl in three years. So, like, you brought this guy in. But at the same token, when a person gets drafted that high and they trade, bang their day future, for this person, you got to know the writing's on the wall. So you just got to make the best decision for your future. And right now he feels like this is the best decision for his future. You know, and I mean, you just got to know this is part of business. When you get a guy drafted that high at your position, you just got to know what's coming in the next few years. I've got uh, Gerald McCoy, three-time All-Pro, six-time Pro Bowler here on the Rich Eisen Show. So which team is the best in the NFL in your estimation entering 2022? Right now? Yes, sir. What do you got? Uh, whew. I'm a, you know what? I start – so when I've been doing this media run mm-hmm. and I've been NFL Network for a week where yep. we had to really do some studying and know what we were talking about and, <laughs> you know, give our honest opinion about different things and, yes. and study and all that. And yes, that is required what? of the analyst. I'm still, yes, that yeah. is required of an analyst. I'm yeah. not an analyst right now. I'm a free agent, so I'm just going to give my honest opinion. Yes, sir. 
and I'm not going to give my honest opinion. I'm going to give my biased opinion. I'm going with the Bucks. Like, I just, I'm a, I'm a Buck, man. Like, I just, that's, that's who drafted me. That's, I grew up a fan of the Bucks, so it's not far-fetched to say they're the best team in the league right now. That is, so I'm that just going to be correct. biased to say the Bucks. I'm just going to be honest about it. That is Sorry. correct. That is correct. I, I mean, <laughs> it's entirely possible. Yeah. You, and Brady is as good as ever, it appears. Everyone's saying yeah. he looks the same. So, well, that works. That's a good one right there. Right. So you say you're a free agent. Um, what, what do you want to happen in 2022? For you, Gerald. You want to- uh, this for sure, I can almost guarantee this is probably my last run at it. You know, you have injuries this late in your career. Um, I always envision the end of my career, me going out on my own terms. Unfortunately, I've had some knee injuries, but I'm literally talking to you at the gym right now. I'm staying ready. You, things always happen. I mean, freak. Adrian Peterson got picked up last year. Uh, Eric Waddle. Got picked up right before the playoffs and went and got a ring. You never know what can happen, but you got to be ready when they call. So I'm going to stay ready. You know, my agent is reaching out to GMs, let them know, hey, if you need a vet, even if you need a – see, for me, I don't have that much pride to where I have to come in and get so many snaps or make this much money and stuff. I just want to come help a team. And for me, that could be helping young guys. That could be the guys who are going to get all the reps. I can show them, hey, listen, this is how you should prepare for this. You might go out here and see this, but let me show you how I see it from an all-pros viewpoint. And I can help a team that way. Last year when I was with the Raiders, I didn't get a lot of first-team reps when we was in camp. I, I get most of the second and third-team reps, but I ran the scout team. I did all the scout team reps to give those guys a look, to teach the young guys, this is how you're supposed to practice. You know, like, that's where I'm at mentally in my career. And even that would be okay with me. You know, I'm not, I've never been one to have so much pride where I'm like, oh, I've been an all-pro, I've been this many Pro Bowls, and I, I, I can only do this. No, you got to know when your time has passed and when, where you're at in your career. And right now, that's where I'm at. Coming off knee injuries and wh- where I've been at over the past two years of literally playing seven snaps in two years, you just got to know where you're at. So you take what they give you. And if it doesn't happen, I'm fine riding off into the sunset. I had a great career. But that's where I'm at. I'm still wanting to play, give it one last run, and I'll be ready when they call. That's where I'm at. And so, that's how I feel. And so it's just part of the reason why you, 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 you just want to write the script yourself. That's basically Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's really what it is, man. Just go out on my own terms. But if it don't happen that way, it wouldn't be the first person that happens to you, you know? That's just how I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, how good do Ra- can the Raiders be this year, do you think, Joe? Man, the Raiders can be extremely good, man. I feel like they are going to have one of the top offenses in the league just by weapons on paper alone. You know, and then you take a all-pro in Chandler Jones, a guy who's emerging, you start taking over the league in Max Crosby, and you put that combination together up front on defense, just them two alone, you need those two in that division. I feel like with McDaniels having his first run with the Broncos, I feel like he learned a lot from that first go-around. Mm-hmm. Going back to the Patriots, now he's doing this. He had even the backups and stuff playing well in the preseason. So when the Patriots came down there, all the reports coming out is that they dominated the Patriots. You know, anybody they went against in the joint practice, they dominated. So I feel like that group, with all they went through last year, I just I was in that locker room, so I know – the leaders in that locker room and what they're capable of with everything they went through last year, still making the playoffs. I believe with the new added weapons and the new culture they're building, they can really make a run at this thing, man. And I'm excited to see what they can do. Yeah. All that stuff you're referring to in the locker room is what I think led to Derek Carr's statement just a couple of weeks ago in uh light of Dana White's revelation that uh, a, mm-hmm. a Brady Gronk package was ready to be delivered by him to the Raiders, and Gruden said no. And now Derek Carr's like, you know, hopefully all the drama ends. That's, I think he was referring to last year, not just obviously what he was hearing right there. And, and you know, maybe he and Devontae Adams' old college teammate with Waller and Renfro can can be that complement to those two bookends on defense you just mentioned in Crosby and and um, and Chandler Jones. I'm very high on, on the Raiders, very high on them. Yeah, yeah, Joe. me too, man. And I... Uh... Any team who give me an opportunity, I'm high on. So I'm rooting for the Bucks for, for sure. Number mm-hmm. one, I'm rooting for the Bucks. 
Mm-hmm. Pulling for the Cowboys. Pulling for Carolina and definitely pulling for the Raiders because they signed me last year. So I'm rooting for all of those teams, you know? Okay. And I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Before I let you but go, you want to – If I don't play again. Yes. If I don't play again, mm-hmm. I will see you on the other side. Well, that other side is available to you here on the program. <laughs> honestly, like if you, see you on the other honestly, side. and again, I, I don't know if you feel that being part of the paparazzi and being opinionated and giving opinions might uh, constrain your ability to get a phone call to play football. I, I so I, I get that, I understand that, but I think you you can be really good at this, Gerald. You already are. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to listen. Here's how I see it. I see it as if they're going to call you, they're going to call you. If they not, they not. That's just how I see it. But I'm going to voice my opinion. I'm gonna say what I have to say because I'm never disrespectful about what I have to say. I just give, I just say what I see, and I'm, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not the first player who to be a free agent, to be in the media, uh, reporting or be an analyst and did get a call from a team. It happens. Richard Sherman did it last year. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's just, it happens. So okay, so you just voice your opinion and be be open and honest. I mean, a person can't knock honesty. A per- they people are very. It's very easy to read somebody who's fake, and if, if you're genuine and you're honest about your opinion, and they can see like you're genuine what you're saying, people shouldn't have a problem with it. You know, people can. It is you can really read a person who's fake and kind of just like spewing a bunch of BS. In the meantime, um, you know, if you want, uh, look for my phone call during the playing season while you're working out, maybe getting ready for a phone call, and um, you can keep your, you know, work on your chops of uh, the paparazzi. And in the meantime, I'm more than happy to oh, do absolutely. if you're up I'm for that. I'm going to be doing all okay. types of analysts, okay. podcasts, and I'm starting my own podcast, ah, all of this. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not just sitting in the gym waiting for a phone call. I'm, I'm sticking and moving. That's what I do, man. I, just, I, I keep it going. All right. And in the meantime, out here in Los Angeles, where, you know, I'm, I'm doing this show, uh, Big Ten Country, yes, out here in Los Angeles, uh, if I run into Lincoln Riley in the uh, supermarket, what do you want me to say to him? What would you like me to say to him, Joe? God bless you, Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> is that really God what you want me to say? That, that's really what you want that's, me to say to him? Hey, listen, that's, that is exactly what I want you to say. God bless you. And that's it. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. Leave it at that. Okay. What do you think yeah. of your what do you think of your alma mater's chances this year? Walk me through it. What do you got? Anything? Uh it's a rebuild year. Whoa. You know, it's B V's first year as a head coach. We don't really know what we have. We know a few names, but we really don't know what we have this year. So I'm really excited to see how the offense performs. I know BV is going to have their defense transformed, but I think people need to, like, kind of tone down the expectations right now. Like, this is – give them a second. Like, this is the first time as a head coach. We don't have all the guys we used to have. So kind of temper your expectations this year and just enjoy the ride. Right. He brought in all the right coaches, brought in all the right culture, brought Smitty back, and I'm excited to see what can happen. But I don't want people, you know, like losing their minds if things don't go how, oh, we got BV, but we're losing. It don't matter. Like, give him a chance. Like, come on, bring the expectations down, but I'm going to root for my school regardless. All right, bless you, Gerald. That's, yes, is, is that how I'm supposed to say it to Lincoln? Is that, is that like just <laughs> yeah, like that? Got, God, Just like that. God bless you, Lincoln. That's from Gerald. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You keep being you, Gerald McCoy. Look for my calls. You keep All working right. out. Okay. You be well. Yes, but, sir. Love you guys. Thank you for having me. Anytime. That's Gerald McCoy. All right. That's Gerald McCoy right here on the Rich Eisen Show. There he goes. Bless you, Lincoln. <laughs> I wrote it down. I don't think he really wants me to say that. I, I, I don't think so either. Yeah, kind of you like, got to read in between the blessing and the you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Lincoln might be like, I didn't sneeze. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, yeah. That's from Gerald McCoy. Bless you, Lincoln. Man, I really hope we run into Lincoln Riley somewhere. Yeah, we've invited him here. It's just his practice schedule does not uh, yeah, same time. Yeah. allow him to uh, appear here in person. We'll it. get him. He's not that far. Bye week. He's the coach. He can adjust practices, though. He's in charge. Yeah, to appear on the Rich Eisen show. I mean, he's Makes top sense. of the food chain. Makes sense. You know what I mean? All right, phone lines are lit. My gosh. Let's take them. And uh, I, I can't wait for this uh, next phone call we're going to take because <laughs> it leads us into our next segment, talking college football and showing our colors for our teams. Love it. Plural for some. Here on the Rich Eisen <laughs> show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's take some phone calls. Evan in San Francisco, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What is up, Evan? Hey, Rich. Thanks for having me on. Hey, guys. How are you? What up, brother? Hey. What up, G? Pretty good. First time, long time. Shabbat shalom, Rich. Burr, 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 burr. So I just wanted to bring a different perspective here for, for TJ's fandom. TJ, please do not take this as personally oh, whatsoever. Well, I, right I off the bat, I don't see how I couldn't. What a wind No, no, okay. <laughs> what a wind I live in San Francisco, right? But I am a diehard Baltimore Ravens fan. Um, just for context, I grew up being raised by two gay dads and my mom's lesbian. And I like to joke, they didn't know the difference between a football and a baseball growing up. Mm-hmm. So I got to choose my own teams and, because they had no affinity for any team themselves, and I fell in love with the Ravens, that 2001 Super Bowl team with Ray Lewis and that defense. And I get a lot of flack for, you know, liking teams in different places. My cousins all lived in Michigan, so they would take me to Red Wings games and Tigers games, mm-hmm. uh, Pistons games, go Blue Rich, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying, like, as far as the sports team, you have to live and die with them. You know, the way you have your passion teaching about the Cowboys, that's what it should be for every sport, for every one single team. You know, it's just, it's hard when you see like, oh, the, you know, the Sixers didn't do well. Well, okay, the Clippers, right? okay, like this year, Kawhi's back. Or, you know, what Florida State may lose the first week's game. Well, look at Pitt. They had that big win over West Virginia. Mm. You know, you, there's no second chances in, in sports. <laughs> Um, sometimes in life, but you know, you just got to live and die with your team. It's the best reality TV there is. And that's, that's my kind of spiel. Evan with the Shabbat. She started with a Shabbat Uh, Shalom shalom. and he dropped a spiel. (laughs) I mean, that's bookending it. Uh, TJ, I'm assuming that did, um, did not, uh, sway whatsoever. Oh, definitely Anything about your world. Why would it? Okay. You know, TJ, like. That passion we have for the Cowboys, we love it. You know, you you bring that perspective. Yes, but you're not. But gonna, he's, you're not he, go like he's got. Hold on a second. I gotta. I gotta jump in here. He's got the same thing for baseball. He's just a Met fan. Period. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, that just college a sports. Yeah. College sports. And also yeah. hockey. You're a, pe- a, a Penguin, pen even pen though fan. I never hear you talking about him. Well, we, we're, but then, we're a big hockey show here, Rich. So. In basketball, <laughs> in the NBA, though, you're a Sixer, Clipper. Mm-hmm. And then in college, it's just really all, literally, not figuratively, all over the map. Yeah, because, it's really only college. Because how many college D1, I mean, again. Where did I, you go I, to school? I didn't go to a D1 school. Where did I went you go? To, I went to Point Park in Pittsburgh. It's We're NAIA. But we're not D1. You can claim Pitt. You can claim Pitt if you want. That's great. <laughs> and you I know, did. That's like your hometown team. And yeah, I know. That's, I, yeah, Florida I State. Oregon. 
And then Penn State. Penn Penn State's actually closer to me growing up than. Okay, I'm going to say this one last time. Grew up my whole life as a Penn State fan. Never got to go to any Penn State games. Single mom. She wasn't taking me to Penn State games, but I always was a Penn State fan. Mm -hmm. I had a neighbor up two blocks away, one of my good friends. His older brothers both graduated went off to start their lives, so their mm-hmm. dad had an extra season ticket to pit games. Yeah, they yeah. knew I didn't like pit. They're like, come to pit games with us. Maybe we could change So that's life. how you like pit. So I start going to pit. And Where did they, Florida State come in? Dion? Dion. Okay, Dion, to Florida State came in? I saw Dion on the cover of Sports Illustrated okay. once, and I was like, who is this guy? Right. I love him. And Georgetown goes, doesn't have a football team, and no. neither does, well, Duke does, but that didn't wake you through on, on that. Okay. Georgetown was growing Georgetown up. Was, you were the Hoyer destroyer. Yeah. Okay, and, and then and then, and then Duke Duke. Duke had you at Duke had you at Allah? No, I had Grant, Grant Hill. Huh? Grant Hill. Grant Hill. I, I knew okay. I was reading Athlon. Remember those magazines? Definitely Chris wasn't Sporting oh, Street. Wasn't Leitner. It was Grant. No, it was Grant okay, Hill because I knew Grant Hill's dad, Calvin Hill, played for the Cowboys. So I was like, oh, what? Right, there you go, Evan. There you go, Evan. And thanks yeah. for the call. It actually, it actually leads us into perfectly. Uh, but good looking out, Evan. Good looking it, out. it leads us in perfectly to uh, this being College Colors Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it's the 18th annual College Colors Day. And folks across the country have been asked to show their school colors in honor of it. And uh, Jay Felly, you're first up. You've got USC right there. That's your team, right? Yeah. That's your team right there. They've got me a medium that I... Okay, so you, you, you stand up a little straighter. Now, you can flip your hat around now if you'd like. Is, yeah, that, a, is that a Trojan hat right there? Okay, well, fight on, sir. Yeah. Fight on. Look at you addressing the, uh, the camera. Very good. Uh, I, of course... Where'd you go again, Rich? I, I forget. I did. Did you go to college? It, I got a Michigan oh, class. Right. Kids are gonna dig that. <laughs> Your kids don't care. <laughs> are you kidding me? They're gonna they're gonna fight over this. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. I got uh, Ingo. Jeez. Two different Michigan coffee mugs. This is great. I got a shirt. I got Maybe a sweatshirt. Look at here. this. Go blue. Go blue. Uh, TJ. Yes. You've got, what do you have? I've, well, I've got two over here. I'm representing. Oh, you've got multiple you know, ones, huh? I got a, you know, we got a little We Are Penn State. Got that going. Ah, nice. okay, I was watching them last good. night. And nice then, you know, we got the Go P, Go oh, I, Go P, I double So it was T. a big night oh, for you oh, last yeah. night. Both your teams, you went 2-0 last I had night. Them both, you, you asked me why I don't go to games. I got two TVs set up in the living room. I was watching Penn State. I was watching Pitt. Look at I was you. chilling. Life was good. Well, one was got in Lafayette, Indiana, and the other one was in Pittsburgh yeah. in the Acreshire, in New Acreshire. So. so, okay, so you got that. And Right. Got, you know, a little, little tumbler, a little mug. Oh, look here, at that. You know? you do, no pit, no pit tumbler. Huh? I did not get a pit. Oh, tumbler. interesting. And Chris, you've got Syracuse, right? You Syracuse. got Syracuse. There you house. go. Got, look uh, at you in the house, Syracuse. Home for Louisville. Home opener at the Dome. Right. Love it. Okay, so you got Syracuse. But well, wait a minute, I see another shirt over there. It's not orange. Oh, yeah, he's two. Let's uh, get on <laughs> him. Oh, he's got a Georgia go shirt go. on. Go it go. just so happens to be oh, really good, and now he's so, a fan. Wait a minute. He's now got multiple teams he claims, this huh? This is for Sarah, sure. This is for Sarah. Oh, really? Is it? Yeah. You gave, you got her an XL? I don't, think so. I don't know. I was <laughs> getting all sorts of grief on New Year's Eve about Michigan losing to Georgia like it was your team. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot of Georgia talk. Lot of, more than Syracuse. I'm representing. <laughs> what does that mean, you're representing? You have multiple teams. You could I don't have, have multiple teams. Oh, oh wait a, a second. second. This is what I've been saying. My partner has a team, and I want them to do well. So I also root for them. If Columbia had a football team, guess what? You'd be a two-team house. I would. I, we'd be a two-team house because one person would root for that team, and I would root for mine. But he wouldn't root for Columbia, is what you're saying. You wouldn't want them to win every game. Syracuse versus Georgia. Who, who are you rooting for? They'll never play each other. Syracuse versus Georgia. I'm not going to answer that because it's a hypothetical uh, that will never exist. How do we never know? Say, hey, never say never. How do we know? It will never exist. Well, if they meet in the national championship. Syracuse versus Georgia. We're never going to make it. Syracuse Syracuse versus Georgia. What happens? I'm rooting for Syracuse. Okay. They have all of my money. Yeah, what about basketball? Well, that's a no-brainer. He's not rooting for Georgia basketball. Yeah, that's true. Come on. on. Because they're not nearly as good as they are in football. So he would claim them. Would you claim them them as yours if they were mediocre? Claim who? Georgia. (laughs) I don't claim them at all. Oh. That Last year he did so say we. You definitely said we at some point. The no. case. You claim him. You, you claim him. You You've been claiming claim him. them? Yes, you have. Which is fine. It's fine. Just admit it. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine to root for more than one team. Why should you I'm, limit I mean, yourself? I, I'm rooting for them. I want them to win because I want a happy house. Now, that's true. Happy wife, happy life. But 
But it, again, Rich, I get it. You are you, and there are so many people who are like so in the college football, right? Yes. But like, I love college football, but I, I'm not living and dying anymore the way I did when I was younger. So that's why I'm able to just enjoy. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's not like any of my teams are have won championships lately. Well, Florida State like 10 years well, ago. Well, use the hashtag of College Colors Day on social media. Hashtag Colors Color Day, Colors Day on social yeah. media to rep your college colors and share in the excitement. These are dope. Um, this year's theme is It's About That Time, which is like, close time. to Lizzo as possible. <laughs> um, and so some of us will be sending out one tweet. Me and Jay Felly. <laughs> TJ and Chris can send out multiple tweets. <laughs> Using what? the hashtag of College Colors Day. <laughs> there we go. Or you guys can use the hashtag of College's Colors Day. College got College Colors Day. Plus, I hey, still- if you're in Atlanta this weekend and you see me walking around, come say what's up. <laughs> and ask him, he'll buy you. He'll buy you something to drink. I will absolutely buy you something. To drink. <laughs> I thought wow. you were going to say if you see me walk around, mind your business. I don't know. Do Georgia fans <laughs> drink going to games? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what I do you guys do? And I know they just, some of them come dressed. Like they're going to a country club. They just they just finished eighteen holes of golf, tucked in, and they, yes, they're tucked in. Tucked They've got in. The, those the those ro- those golf shirts belt, with the stripes, the, the rope belt, and the khakis, yep. right? Yep. And, and how do you go to games? And like this, up. they walk around like this, like. Mm, mm. <laughs> uh, are you going to have rallies while you're down there? They look like Raffy Devers with the big chaw in his mouth. You going to have uh, rallies in Waffle House when you're down there? Mm-hmm. I will for sure be eating Waffle House <laughs> this weekend. Cannot wait. Although Oregon travels, there's going to be a lot of Ducks fans. Oh yeah! Oh, that's right. It's a it's a very good game. It's going to be a good yeah, game. Very good game. Well, last time Oregon traveled to the uh, the horseshoe and took out a chunk. That's right. <laughs> a chunk right. of what? That's right. A chunk of Buckeyes. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. This is going to be a great weekend. Great weekend. Cannot wait. Uh, hopefully, I'll I'll just be in a rocking chair right around. Three Eastern, noon Pacific. You think on you're Saturday. like you're like three touchdowns better in the first half? That. Like first half though. Anybody, like first half. I'll just say this: as you know, I'm not an expert on this. Anybody who bets Michigan football in the first week of the season is an idiot <laughs> who deserves uh, to lose whatever you put on the line. Uh, and, uh, Historically, come on, Rich. Hashtag back, back your college team. colors day. Kevin Hart and you, hour three. <laughs> 